Welcome to the Divine Download Power Pod series, friends. These pods are your quick pick-me-ups in under 10 minutes to accompany the theme of my weekly episodes. Best of all, in these Power Pods, we put into practice with real examples the lessons from the show. It's when you need a boost of power on the go. I wanted to kind of go over a perspective that I think can give us all a positive mindset, right? Who else? Who would want a positive mindset? Let me hear you. Yes, we all need some positivity. All right, so we're going to get that tonight. So what do we know about Shavuot? We learn at the time that God gave us the Torah. Beautiful. Okay, that's nice. We eat some cheesecake. We make a little flower arrangement. We say a bracha. We feel good about ourselves. We go home, right? That usually sounds like summing up a Shavuot. Here's what we're going to do. We're not going to do all of that. Only not going to do that. We're going to do that and we're going to do more. Because what we want to do is we want to move just passively, right, observing the mitzvot. And we want to actually shift our mindset in learning from the history and the traditions. Okay, so that's what we're going to do. I want to go deeper and what giving is all about and what we as women have to step up and redeem. Okay, and we need to reclaim. There is so much we as women have that we have to reclaim and we're going to learn from Shavuot what that is. I want you to reframe your mind from celebrating another historic event. We are not going back to history, guys. We are going back to ourselves as women and what God gave us the power to do. Because it's our power of women that saved the Jewish people. Who knows that? Who knew that? Okay, we're going to talk about that. It is the power of the woman that saved the Jewish people and merited, right, the receiving of such a gift of the Torah. So it's because of all of you that we have the Torah. But we have no concept of this on the daily. How often do we stop and actually think, I'm so powerful, right? We do these holidays, right? We check off our to-dos, we do our mitzvot, and we call it a day. But this one, guys, this holiday is too important, and it's just too powerful to just skim over. So what are we doing tonight if we're not just having some cheesecake and beautiful flowers? What else are we doing? We're renewing our wedding vows with God and reigniting our commitment to Him. What are, what are the vows? He gave us His Torah, right? He said, this is my love language. We all know about love languages. Hashem is saying, this is the roadmap of how I want you to serve me. And what did we promise him? What was our vow to him? Who knows? Naseve nishmat. What does that mean? Right. We will do and we will understand. Correct? Okay. So we will do and then understand that even and especially, we've heard this before, right? When we don't feel like it or when we don't know the reasons, we're still going to do it because that's what Hashem wanted. Right? So there are days we don't feel like it. What do we still do? We still light our candles. We still observe the mitzvot, right? We still say the bracha before we eat. We do it because we know Hashem wanted us to do it. Where do we need to reignite our commitment then? All right, we're doing it. We're doing the mitzvot. Here's where. It's on the deeper level behind all these mitzvot that we aren't doing. The deeper level is where we need to reignite. What's the deeper level? Imagine like you're in a marriage, right? For those who are married or in a relationship. And you're doing, you're doing for your husband, you're doing for your partner. 
I did. I got you the groceries. I did the laundry, everything. I don't know. And you come home and you're exhausted and you're resentful and you're just tired because you did all the to do's. What was missing in the to do's? The joy, right? The joy of doing. So, what do we know about the Torah? What do we know? For those who follow Rab Nachman or for those who follow Kabbalah, right? And the Zohar. What is so powerfully central in all of Judaism? It's a three letter word joy. Guys, we're doing all the mitzvot, but what's the deeper level? Where are we missing? The joy, the happiness. And you know what unlocks joy? It's even a little bit harder than, than joy. It's faith. It's having a truly deep level of faith. Okay? Because we do the joy. If we do the joy, right, as we perform any mitzvot, what's the problem though? Why are we not able to perform it with joy? What's the hardship of performing with joy? We don't feel like it, right? We don't feel like it. We don't feel happy. We're looking for a reason. Give me a reason to be joyful. I had 10 things that went wrong today. We're looking for the reasons. But what did we say? What did we promise Hashem? We will do and then we will? Understand. Did we say Hashem, we will look for all the reasons and then we'll get back to you? We didn't. We said, we are going to perform what you want us to do and then we will understand. So I want you to apply that tonight to practicing our sense of joy. Because if we make joy a part of our lives without feeling it, that's when you tap into manifestation. We're not waiting for Hashem to show us why we should be joyous. We're not waiting for Hashem to unveil, uh, unravel all the joy and the, and the gifts. We are making it a commitment. We're saying, Hashem, I'm going to make joy a priority. Okay, so how are we going to get this? I said from faith. Here's my take, okay, and what I think the Torah is all about. What is the whole purpose of tonight? What is the purpose of Shavuot? It is about faith. And if anybody knows faith, who is it? Who knows faith the most as a group of people? The woman, you ladies here tonight. See, you didn't even answer because you guys have no idea your power. We are the, the symbol of faith. And how? How do we know this? Okay. And I want you to know that our commitment, all right, in this renewing to God tonight as we prep for Shavuot is that when things get hard, we don't lose the faith. And why? Why are the women the most powerful at knowing this? The Talmud tells us, and this is what I started with, the Jews were redeemed from Egypt in the merit of the righteous women. The righteous women. Why? Because our historic commitment had been that we would never lose faith. Ladies, tonight I want you to recommit to your faith in God. The true faith. The faith that doesn't let you crumble, doesn't let you fall, doesn't let you lose the vision. Okay? And this is what I'm going to talk to you about. I'm going to go back to something really powerful. Okay? And I'm going to read to you. The commitment that we will never lose faith. Where did it originate? And that's what you're going to hear tonight. We never lose the vision. How do we never lose the vision? And I'm going to read an excerpt from Chabad. Chana Weisberg wrote a beautiful piece and I want to share it with you. So in the midst of Egypt, guys, we talk about the hardships in our lives and I know we all have serious hardships. I want you to go back to slavery. Okay, I want you to go back to the women who were the wives of husbands who were laboring day in, day out, who had to give up their firstborn, their, their men, their, their baby boys, right? Because Pharaoh had taken the, the boys. So imagine these women, okay? 
And what was on the minds, I'm going to read this, it's so powerful. What was on the minds of these women who had seen affliction beyond the human breaking point? What was on the hearts of these women who bore anguish too much to fathom? What did they, their worn, tired, tortured and beaten bodies carry out of Egypt? Tambourines. Instruments with which to sing and praise their God for the miracles they knew would come to be. Engulfed in misery, the women did not lose their vision. Mourning their murdered children with a feminine sensitivity keener than that of their male counterparts, the women found strength to fortify themselves not to lose hope. They would rebel against depression. That would have been a natural outgrowth. They would rebel against apathy. They would rebel against hopelessness. They fanned the spark of yearning within their wounds until it grew into an overpowering, inextinguishable flame of faith. Their faith grew stronger as their lives became more bitter. I want you guys to understand and take one thing away from tonight. Your faith is the one thing that got us out of Egypt. The women before it, imagine this, they, they were assigned the task of clearing out, right? Getting the, the, the bread, they didn't have time for the bread to even rise, right? What did the women all grab? Did you guys know this? The women grabbed their instruments, their drums. Imagine someone says, okay guys, you have about uh, 30 seconds to leave your homes. We have to all get out of here. Got to get out of Beverly Hills. You're going to go grab a drum? No, you're going to grab, you know, your credit cards, your Chanel bag, your Louis Vuitton, right? They grabbed the, the drums. And why the drums? Because they knew they needed something to celebrate God's miracle with. They just heard you're going to be freed. Everyone else is like, okay, yeah, we heard this before. The women are like, we know we're taking the drums. That's the amount of faith. And that's what we do in manifestation. We create the vision and we hold that vision tight and we celebrate the miracle before it even comes. Ladies, that's your DNA. What I'm reading is the fiber that you were created with. And it's because of these women that God saved the Jewish people. It is because of us. So I want you to walk away tonight remembering this is your superpower. We don't need excuses. We don't need reasons. We don't need to understand. We just need to believe. We just need to say, God, I'm convinced. I know you have miracles waiting for me. And I'm going to start celebrating before I even see it. And I'm going to give you guys a task tonight as you guys are making these flowers, okay? I want you to imagine every flower that you are picking and putting in your arrangement is one realm of your life that you want to surrender to God. And you want to imagine this miracle happening, whether it's in parenting, whether it's in your marriage, whether it's in your business, whether it's in a relationship with a sibling. Think of four or five realms of your life that you could use a little boost. And I want you to imagine, you know, we call it imagine, but it's really image in. You're telling God, this is what I envision. I'm going to ask you, I'm going to surrender to you. Here's how I want it to be. I want my daughter to be so confident and happy and I see it and I'm so excited. She's, she's doing great in school and my husband is showing me his affection and he's caring and he's kind. All that you want, not the lack, not what you're worried that you don't have. Focus back on what you desire. Get creative, get imaginative and pull it in. Pull these experiences in with every flower you're putting. Draw your own miracles in. 
and bring out those drums, ladies, and celebrate because you are creating your flower arrangement of the miracles of your lives. Your only hesitation is your own resistance. Release the resistance to surrendering to God and let Him show you the miracles. Looking for more? Find me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Rona Lalazari.